You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There's the record, there goes the encoder, and we're good to go. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is 11121, and this is the IT and the D show, episode 382. We are live in our quarantined homes. It's Bob the Sales Guy hanging out with Dave the Geek. Randy at Do the Twitters is doing the Twitters. You can find us online, itandthed.com. Do us a favor. Give us a like on the socials and subscribe to us everywhere. Fine podcasts are sold. Uh, We are very lucky this week uh, having a couple great guests. we got Blair and Ray in the house from Shift Up. We're going to be talking about training and uh, kind of skills that are in demand going into the 2021 IT season. So uh, we're going to be kicking things off with them. Yeah, because obviously events we're still not doing. So, yeah, we can dive right. I heard a little birdie said something to me. Oh, about Friday? That bar is going to be open up on Saturday. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very reliable source. And no, I did not hear it in a bathroom stall. I don't believe you. Um. Did you hear? Did you hear it on Wednesday when you were storming the Capitol? <laughs> yeah, you didn't, With, you didn't. You didn't see me in the Viking hat. My face. Yeah, there was there was no gimp limp. I didn't see anybody gimp limping through the crowd. So <laughs> no, there was that. That was with that old lady. Me and her were tag team partners. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, guys, welcome to the show. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a minute since you guys were on. Uh, so, I mean, let's talk about what. Well, I guess first, let's let's talk about uh, for those who might not be familiar with it, what shift up is, um, what you guys are doing. and We'll go from there. Appreciate it. Both of you guys are all of you. Um, sweet. So uh, shift up. We are a tech skills training program uh, headquartered in Detroit uh, startup company. Um, and we basically help adults learn various in-demand skills, a lot of them IT, but we also have some sort of odd ducklings out, other, other areas adjacent that you can learn to, um, UX design, some other things. But basically our core areas uh, are um, you know, A-plus certification prep, um, cybersecurity for Security Plus, and, um, uh, and web development right now. Um, but what's kind of weird and, and unique and, and twist about us is that uh, – I started this company a little while, a little while ago, and, and the idea is that, you know, if you're trying to learn, um, you know, learn a skill these days, most people are sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place. They either need to pay a lot of money, an arm and a leg to go back to college or to go to an expensive boot camp, that, that sort of thing, yep. uh, to get the structure that they want, or they are doing self-teaching, right? And if they're doing self-teaching, they can do it for free and they can do it flexibly, but very, very, very few people actually finish it. Um, and so we're trying to basically say, hey, is there a happy medium in between where we can take the best of both worlds, pr- provide something that's just about 100, 200 bucks a month that we call a learning gym. So shift up is a learning gym. Um, and okay, which which is anyway, a dangerous, we, we, it's sorry, a dangerous proposition. Da- dangerous proposition. By and large, geeks don't like gyms. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you know, pre-COVID, like when I came to you, to you all last yeah. time, right? The whole the whole pitch was we were physical spaces um, for online learners. That was this thing because online learning was tough. Now with COVID, of course, we've had to completely change that around. Um, so thank you, you know, for not saying pivot. pivot. Yeah, what was that? Thanks, Thanks for not for saying, saying pivot. pivot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, what did we do? We did like a dance with like one no, a, a pirouette. Uh, yeah. 
so anyway, we're, we're fully online at the moment. We will have um, physical elements to this, you know, sometime. Who knows if that'll ever happen? No, it'll happen at some point. Um, but anyway, we're fully online and we got some classes launching and we have now, uh, we signed an expansion agreement with um, a network of 2,500 spaces across the country. We're really excited to do this. Um, and um, and we also are working with a lot of online providers. So providers like Coursera, um, sending people to us. All right. So it's like, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm getting into the weeds here. But that's the idea. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about, you know, my big thing is filling what's in demand, right? We could have 10,000 UI people, but if there aren't any jobs, you know, and you always hear about cybersecurity, when people come to you and they say, I want to do UX, are you looking back at them going, eh, there's shit on LinkedIn, or, you know, um, maybe you want to look at why, or um, are you kind of just filling until someone tells you to stop, or we don't need any more of these people, or um, I guess, what's that process look like? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, what I would say, the... The, the the this relates back to kind of the overall purpose and vision for what we're doing. We do don't get me wrong. We want to help people who want to get jobs and to, to be able to to provide an affordable option that works for them. That is true. Um, ultimately, though, uh, you know, call my my hope is that every neighborhood at some point has a like a, a interesting, vibrant, flourishing place where people can go and explore their next move, right? And and then sort of it's a seamless thing where you aren't, can walk in. Aren't those called bars? Um, but that sort of thing doesn't really exist once you leave you know arguably high school or college or whatever but but, um my my point is um yes we have areas that are like for the most hot and demand things um and and we also have adjacent areas that may not necessarily be exactly that but they're still interesting creative outlets for people and some people decide they want to check them out so we do have people who come to us who say i want to try web development and i want to try design and um, and I want to you know dabble in these things, and then I'm going to focus on one and go. Yeah, and and that was the thing. Our dream always was, or the the story that always sticks with us, and it ha- still hasn't gone away. It's lingering like that. Uh, that that you know, I'm going to say bad fart. I'm going to say it lingering like that bad fart from a long time ago. But just when people were laying off old big iron guys, and then they were retraining, hiring um, Java devs, we're like, why do you not just train Java devs and you create? Your oh yeah, so, I mean. We talked about that with the uh, the one VP of a large healthcare company here in the area, yeah. um, who you know at within a twenty minute or actually wasn't even within a ten minute conversation started off the conversation with yeah we just laid off all our big iron guys and God we can't find .NET developers okay well genius you had people who understood your back end business systems really really well that would have been that purple squirrel for you that you're always complaining you can't find that knew the front end and the back end what's wrong with you. So the point, I mean, the point, what I was trying to say is like, are you banging down corporations doors saying, what do you need? You know, we can be your, cause where I came from, we had an X program, right? Where we would, they would bring on like yeah. 15 trainees a quarter and get them ramped up to what they want. Yeah. I mean, are you guys trying, are you guys going to corporations being that X program? Um, we're, we're, short answer is not yet. Um, the, the longer answer is that is absolutely the strategy for, for sort of, down the road a little bit for, for us, it's, this was a totally new thing. We need to kind of prove our feet a little bit, you know, get this from a consumer angle, uh, like show that we can do some cool stuff once we've built that together, which we're getting soon to that point. I would like eventually um, down the road to have all of our sort of quote unquote job track classes 
be be only on demand, right? So I would love to be able to say, all right, we're going to run this class, and GM is hiring ten of you, and so we're going to do you know fifty in a class or whatever. I hear they're uh, I hear they're looking for uh, new logo designers uh, right about now, from what I gather. That's yeah. <laughs> and hence, hence is why we, we offer. <laughs> Speaking of that, what's going on? Like one of them adds a adds a underscore. And the other one removes the little loop and just make keeps it the Burger King, like I, wow, voila! Like, how do you present that? And someone says, "Oh my God!" Well, see, you're judging it wrong. It makes you feel better. It does. Do, does it? Oh, it's all about how you feel. I mean, the logo, the logo should because the food won't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Let me jump in here real fast, guys. Blair here. So, um. My background isn't in higher education, right? My background is in on your side of the fence, right? In IT, in you know, figure this out from the trenches. Okay, now you're in charge of a department. You got to train your help desk people on your back end. So, you know that whole, um, I don't know, like natural progression of like what learning looks like in the real world post education, right? And hey, you got to go get this cert. Okay, you need to get it for this job. Um, good luck. Like, here's a book, right? Or, you know, here's a, a CompTIA course or whatever yep. it happens to be. And, it's not and we're not going like... to tell you that you're going to study for it every six months for the rest of your life. Right. 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 So there's there's that element to it of like, hey, we've got this disparity of like, okay, I learned one way in school. And then in reality, I'm learning a different way. Combine that with freaking COVID and just taking both of those and going, nah, neither of those matter anymore. Right. <laughs> So we kind of have this, you know, the, the whole learning gym idea that's completely raised idea of like, hey, we need this mentor, mentee, communal, like accountability thing. Like we need we need this thing that kind of replicates what an IT team or, a, you know, a PM team or whatever the team is would feel in the workforce. Right. Then COVID. Right. We've got a whole slew of people coming in going, hey, the career path I had before is gone <laughs> the the thing that i thought i was gonna do it, it that's not a thing anymore right I, or it, it like there's four hundred thousand of us that are all looking to do that one thing i need to go find a new thing um so a lot of the guys we had going through this first course the first course is all about CompTIA a plus right so entry level yep. get like you you're coming in with no idea of what any of this stuff is like, this is how a computer works yeah exactly exactly you know, and we had guys that were, you know, jumping on the weekly Zoom call from their phone in the break room, you know, at the warehouse they work at, right? Like really trying to get a grasp on what the heck is IT um, so that I can get out of where I am right now. The issue, and, and again, you guys know this, I'm preaching in the choir here, uh, reading in a book and doing it in reality, right? Studying for a, a test, especially one that's updated every five to 10 years. Like how, I mean, how often does CompTIA read, do read the other stuff? Yeah. Studying for that and going out in the real world are two different things. So we really wanted to bring in and foster this community and mentorship while at the same time, equipping them to take the test and also equipping them for the real world. Right. So it was very easy for me to go, Hey, the subnet table that you have to memorize how to do. Yeah. Really good. You definitely need to know how to do this. Once you do this and you pass the test, you're never going to have to do that again. But you need to understand it, right? Like I could have those conversations and say, okay, great. Let's go jump into the UI of like, I don't know, Cisco Meraki. And let me show you what this would look like in reality, right? And and be able to foster that, the learning to study and to get the cert that you need to pass the HR threshold, mm-hmm. but also the skills you need to actually do it. 
Well, and and that's always been the challenge. I mean, I I remember I can't even remember I can't even remember how many times I've had that argument with HR where, you know, if you give me the choice between somebody who, you know, just got a four-year degree versus somebody who's been out in the world doing it for four years, guess which one I want. And, and it's not the person who just got the piece of paper because I mean, that's the sad reality is, you know, the way the way the book tells you to do it is 99 times out of 100 not how that actually works in the real world. Yeah, and Again, I'm sure this will resonate with all you guys, right? Like IT work in general, and I'm um, overgeneralizing, is light blue, dark white color, right? Like we are glorified plumbers at the end of the day. Like we're connecting tubes and pipes and whatnot via code. But like you can you can automate most of us out of a job, like real, you know, from the technical perspective of it. It's the other skills of, okay, how do I then translate that techno stuff to Karen and HR? And how do I, the, the, the soft skills that you need in order to be able to do this stuff? And we're able to foster that and say, hey, yeah, sure. I could hire some temp agency, brand new person who just got A plus to you know, place you in a job or brand new person who just got A plus. I can teach you how to use LinkedIn. Okay, now you're going to be able to use this skill going forward and upgrade jobs and get new jobs, you know, keep that whole snowball going. Let me teach you how to fish instead mm-hmm. of just shotgun blasting you with stuff, right? See, I want to argue with you about the whole automate out of a job thing. I think, <laughs> I think, the, no, I think honestly, I think the more we use automation, it just allows us to do other stuff instead of crappy tasks. It yep. allows us to, uh, I, dare I say, innovate, but it allows us to finally be a little bit you, more creative. You almost said pivot, didn't you? You bastard. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, everything that I've done in the last few years of my life has been revolving around automation and the, the department didn't get any smaller. Um, we just got to do more cooler projects. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And you get to take the stuff that it's ironic. I work for an automation platform, right? Like better cloud, we automate stuff. So that's a whole other thing, but you know, taking that low level menial tasks, that nobody enjoys doing automate those. And now I can go provide value in way better ways. Yeah. And, and Who wants to do patch Saturdays? Exactly. exactly. Someone's still got a quarterback at though. Oh, um, for sure. And we still need a Chewbacca just in case they fall asleep during, you know, updates, but you know, yeah, that's all automated. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so do you guys still work with, uh, I remember last time we were on the show, I think it was ironic because the sponsor was Udacity, I believe yep. actually a specific episode. Um, do you work with any of those online providers still? I'm curious what your if you have a finger on the pulse of sort of just online training. If uh, has anything as no, I mean I I know I mean I know Career Academy is still up and running because uh, I've actually just thrown a couple people at that. But I mean that's that's still not what you guys do. I mean that's more um, you know they provide the uh, the books and materials and that kind of stuff for you to dive into, but then you still have to go, you know, you're still self-learning. You're still, you know, you're, you're just reading and then go find a place to take the test. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the places that I'm aware of that did the, like the boot camps and that kind of stuff, either pumped the brakes, um, or, you know, or, or kind of the same thing. We're trying to figure out how to do things virtually and how to do it effectively. Um, some good, some not. Let's <laughs> You know, for, and for us, what's been really interesting is the, um, like with COVID, obviously our, our, our again, the, the core thesis of the business at the beginning was learning online was lonely and frustrating. And therefore we needed to have physical spaces mm-hmm. and communities for online students. And that got thrown for a spin last March. We, we figured it out what we could do online, you know, metrics were, had never been higher. Like we figured it out. It was great. Um, 
That being said, I still deeply believe that what we've learned in the last year is, yes, the future of training and learning is not fully in person. It's also not fully online. I still think that, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, um, just the education shit that's been going down in the world, you know, yeah, people, people want to blend. And so whoever, whatever, you know, whatever group or organization or company can figure out that blend, right. And build that infrastructure. We're going to have a lot of value unlocked for people who are learning and for the whole world. Well, yeah, I mean, and let's be realistic. I mean, we've seen the, we've seen that play out with the actual school system over the course of this year where, you know, the, that, that hybrid model, quote unquote, where it was mostly virtual, but you know, Hey, we have this one day a week where your kid can come in, um, you know, either interact with the teacher or at least say hi to their friends, that kind of stuff and get that little touch of humanity, um, seemed to be a really good thing. Uh, like I know, uh, you know, kind of the good touch and bad touch, like my daughter, my daughter is was doing so much better in the virtual world. <laughs> you know, she's 13 and so she didn't have to deal with uh middle school or yeah, middle school girl drama. Like so middle and school's the worst. We can all agree that middle school is the worst. Oh, it is. And I've and I've told exists. her that time it, it Oh, dude, it, it still exists, which is crazy. Like I'm like I'm like she's tell, like she was telling me stories today and I'm like cuz they're they're back in school at least for half days. And she's telling me these stories, and I'm like, I'm like, Sam, like, I, I love you, babe, but like, I, I, if I could tell you those same stories, like, no, the girls weren't vaping in the bathroom; they were smoking in the bathroom back in my day. Drinking vodka in middle school, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in you know, spray bottle. You want to spray? Yep. So I mean, it's and it's it's been funny to watch, you know, that that kind of you know the, the the educational process in general try to figure that out, you know, whether it's daughter, you know, my daughter had uh, finally got lead of the play in high school. Um, working what two years to finally get yeah. the lead and has to wear a face shield and like it just it, <sighs> it was it was it was great she was amazing but like uh, yeah yeah eh, hopefully the, next year the four people on stage and the 12 people in the audience you know right but no so i mean it's yes i mean i mean i guess that's my point is it's you know it's it's not just you guys i mean it's you know everybody has you know those same struggles and those same challenges yeah. So I don't know if you, I mean, I'm a geek in this specific training world kind of thing. So I know this, but uh, curious if you heard of it. Amazon um, recently announced they're actually turning all their new warehouses um, where they've got millions of you know, folks. Um, they're basically putting classrooms in mm-hmm. there that are sort of what we're doing, like effectively learning gyms, sort of blended environments yep. where they used to, you know, upskill and reskill folks just through purely online college degrees. And now yep. they're doing the hard thing. Um yeah, which is great. I mean, they're they're. Tra- I mean, that's that's you know everybody everybody loves to you know bash on basically any company that's gotten that's gotten big, um, you know, and 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 you know, no, a, a warehouse job may not be the best paying job or the best career opportunity or anything else, but they're doing what they can. I I, you know, I think that's that's more than what a lot of places do to that's go ahead the, and. Uh... We always talk about the non-education jobs that I would like when my dad came to this country. Yeah. What else he's supposed to do? Well, um, yeah, but so that's the th- tool and die shop, take an apprenticeship, learn the trade. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we have we have former Amazon workers as well who've gone through our programs and now in tech. So I don't have my college degree, right? Like I went straight from high school into doing tech, right? Like just let's go for it. And I love being able to bring that up to my students and be like, Hey, yeah, okay, sure. I'm a straight white middle class Southern California raised male. I got are you wait? Through. Are you even allowed on the internet right now? Like I don't. But like not having your degree, especially when you're going up against the HR sieve, right? That, right. Yeah. You, 
you don't get that checkbox, like that system's not letting you in. Yeah, like that, you're not even getting to a person. See now, right. I'm, this is going to really pain me to say this, but my uh, 16-year-old daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh. Um, dun, dun, got, dun. You know, he's, uh, he's got, already got 25 certs, um, including Cisco certs. And he's, you know, I, I'm just, so I'm like, okay, here's your career path. And I'm like, if you don't listen to me, I don't care. But like, you know. But the it, degree I mean, makes it easier, right? Like it, it greases some some lubes for or lubes some wheels for you, or whatever, right? Like it greases the skids. Well, think of the like, advantages he's going to have. That's what that's what Bob is actually concerned about is his daughter's boyfriend lubing anything. That's that's uh, that he doesn't. So he doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to hear. <laughs> Did I tell you what happened? Sorry to derail. My daughter comes downstairs. Hey, I was going to say it wouldn't be her. us if we didn't, Bob. No, my daughter comes downstairs and he's behind her and she goes, "Dad, the internet sucks in this house." Oh, and I'm like I'm like, "Why?" She goes, "Our gaming we dropped like eight times." And I'm like, "I've been downloading like Cold War for 3 days. I'm pulling down, you know, probably why." And I go, "Let me check the Eero." And I go, "We got 300 meg coming into this house." And I go, "That's 2 OC3s." I go, "Do you realize when I was your age how much bandwidth?" And I'm like, Oh my god! I've become my father, dude. I was literally just yesterday. I was uh, a buddy, uh, Varian, uh, that that does a whole bunch of online stuff. Was saying he's looking at office space, and he's like, "Yeah, like and they're and they're throwing in T three connectivity for free." And I was like, "Dude, you like I, I'm sorry that I have to be the old school nerd here, but you realize like that's less than you can buy for your like that's lower than the lowest package you can buy for your home right now. No, that's the cheap package, <laughs> right?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't even 56k dialogue. I was like, I don't even think I don't think you can get anything that that low for your home anymore, let alone anything else. You know how bad it's so bad when you know I've got the full network stack here. We got Cisco Meraki, got multiple APs, right? Like we got the whole rollout. My five year old comes in today and she goes, uh, "Dad, the internet's slow." Like, honey, (laughs) there is no way the internet is slow. We got gig coming in here, babe. Right? I got this. She goes, "No, Dad, the internet's slow." No, I'm on freaking Zoom. It's not slow. Yeah, I'm I'm at the command center. Like, what are you talking about? Pull it up. It was slow. <laughs> we were only we were only getting a hundred instead of our full gig, and my five year old could tell. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, these, when I closed, I turned off her iPad. I was like, "Honey, we need to go outside." <laughs> these, yeah, I was going to say, yeah these these kids today will never understand the struggle and the pain. No, I read something on LinkedIn. This the guy had a Meraki set up at his house and saw YouTube all day, and then didn't see any online. So he goes, "Guess what's blocked between the hours of nine to nine to six every day?" <laughs> it's a thing. So I guess walk us through. They sign up for shift um, for yeah. shift up. They, they're they're part of your gym. Walk yeah. me through what they can expect or what the 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 environment or what everything looks like. Yeah, well, actually, I'll let Blair. So Blair just ran the last class and did a phenomenal job. We had everybody complete. They're just now they're just now starting to take their their certs. So we'll see how those go, um, but I'm confident in that. Um, Blair, you want to walk them through kind of how does how does your class travel work? And and the one yeah. coming up, the, the one coming up launch is January 27th, um, yep. which is pretty quick. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Blair, let's, let's let's share a little bit. Yeah, so kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, like really trying to equip these guys and gals with the the tools they need to succeed in reality and pass the cert, right? So we very much run the class like you would a, an IT team, right? Like I act as kind of the PM slash director of the team, if you want to call it that, right? IT manager. All these guys are on my team, right? We set up Slack channels. I make sure everyone knows how to communicate in ways that you communicate in our new reality, 
Um, cause you know, it's something I take for granted, but some of these guys have, they, they don't even know what Slack is, right? Like it's like, welcome to the workplace. Like, <laughs> I need pants. What? No, that's not. Yeah. No, ironically, you don't need pants. Right. That's the anymore. <laughs> no. So, you know, set up the class very, very much like a, like a PM team and try to, to keep it, you know, light. Um, we have weekly check-ins where we kind of like go over the material everyone is supposed to, you know, lead themselves through, right? Um, whether it's, you know, we're kind of changing up the, the various curriculum right now. We're I'm partnering with Coursera. So we're going through their CompTIA course, right? So you've got expert level teaching. Cool. It's got quizzes built into it, which is great. Like if you, you're more the academic side, then weekly we can partner up and say, okay, here's what you need to know for the test. Here's what you really need to double down on. Here's what you need to know in reality. Let me show you what this looks like. Let's work through a lab together. Um, I had the the class pitch me a project like you would if you were a sysadmin, right? Hey, here's my problems I'm running into. Here's the requirements I need. Go. Like, give me give me something. Like, mm-hmm. give me a proposal. Like, exactly like you would do, you know, going for a job or whatever. Um, and, go ahead, oh, Rick. Yeah. And, and to be clear, right, that you, Dave and Bobby, probably you may remember from last time. But the point of what we're trying to do is, like, let's be the most efficient blend of the self-paced good content that exists out there on yep. the internet for free, right? Or very close to free. And let's not pretend that it doesn't exist because it does. Let's actually use it where it makes sense and then complement it with like high touch support from a professional with a lot of experience like Blair, um, along with wraparound, you know, community and events and employer connections and all this other stuff. So the we cro- don't the crossfit of training you guys are. That right. right. And, and it's like we not don't in a bad way. With, yeah. And, and then because of that, we can bring the cost down, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. I was aiming for more like a, a hot yoga meets Peloton, but you know wow. what? I'll take I'll take cross. You know what this smells like at hot yoga? <laughs> um, no, but if you look at it just from a perspective of you can work out by yourself with not talk to anybody, you could take one of those classes. You could go into CrossFit where it's like a ten to one ratio, or you can do one to one where it's insanely expensive. So yeah, no, I get it. And that's the other piece too. We also have that one-to-one aspect, right? Like there are those questions that you just don't want to ask in front of a bunch of people, right? Where in reality, you would pull your boss or your mentor or whoever aside and be like, hey, you said this thing in the meeting, but I didn't know what you meant. Like, Where's the any key? Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Let's BIM. Why do I, how do I get out of this? Um, so, you know, those types of questions, like we have the one-on-one mentoring for or office hours or other abilities to, to really be extensible for the students to make sure they're being taken care of, right? And yet still at their own pace, still, you know, able to, to kind of teach themselves, if you will. And then the last thing I just add is um, something that's been new more recently is we have a fairly extensive employer network, but we've now started to like actually pull them in to do mock interviews with us. So like we had the CEO of some companies and some of their team members currently once a month, they're coming in and people get the chance to get feedback from actual employers and CEOs, you know, giving them 30 minutes of their time to do mock interview. So pretty cool stuff um and then of course then they get all the benefits of the rest of the shift up in the gym we now have people by the way from last time who have stuck with us after they went through the first course second course whatever and they're like continuing to level up so we've had people start to get their second job with us the whole time being oh very cool yeah Yeah, i think if you ever want us to speak it uh for in terms of job what we've seen or what we've learned um dave's hired enough people i've hired enough people over the last hey listen we don't want to scare them (laughs) No, but just just what I what I'm saying is like at this point in the game, it's not even what you know. Like they want to see something that you're passionate about. You do not you do not want to be another number and just like answer the question professionally. Like you need, you know, they want to know what you're doing on the side. They want to know you're helping out something somewhere. They want to know that you 
you know, you're tr- you broke down the code for code or for modern warfare, and you're trying to build your you build your own Raspberry Pi, and you're you know what I mean? So, whatever, pick you pick your. They want to know that whatever you know when your eyes get like this, they're like that's what you want to talk about. Yeah, totally. Um, I appreciate that. I'll reach out to you separately on that. Randy yeah, yeah. actually, you know, last time when I when I got in touch with him, um, he did get involved and was happening. He's been interested. We unfortunately, I had to make a decision to sort of we had gone too broad, and so I started kind of slashing some programs, including our WordPress. We sort of put it down. So even though Randy's been interested in wanting to help, you know, there's been less opportunities for him. But it's cool to have. I mean, we we feel your pain. He uh, keeps no, bu- just, he keeps bugging us to do more, and we're just like Randy. <sighs> Just over there, just there. <laughs> so talkative too. Yeah, and then the other good thing is, is like we've now, you know, when we, you and I spoke last time, you may remember the vision was very big and you know, et cetera, but we didn't really have a path to grow it. Like eventually, want to have one of these gyms in every neighborhood across the country. Um, we now do. So we actually did sign this deal, this agreement um, in October, um, and so we have a path to actually make this thing happen, which is really cool. Very cool. About fifteen. You're, you're in yeah. WeWork now. No, not really. I can't get into these. It's a, it's a network of over 2,500 physical spaces. They see over 15 million people a year. It's not going to be like flip a switch it's, and we're in it. It's, it's a gym. Go, They're in Planet yeah, Fitness, Bob. It's a gym. They're in Planet yeah. Fitness. <laughs> Free pizza Wednesdays. I'm in. That's right. Bagel Tuesdays. That's where we go. Yeah. No, that's awesome, oh, that's guys. Great, guys, congrats. Yeah. So anyway, if people want to sign if, if you if you're listening to this and you, you know know somebody who wants to get in and get an A plus, uh, you know. And by the way, I, t- I totally forgot something very important, which is um, we're also starting we're piloting now um, a financial agreement. If you can't afford to pay anything, you know, some folks are you know flat broke, especially in this recession. Um, you can you have to do an extra level of interviews with us. Uh, we have to be able to vouch for you, but you can do it where you don't pay anything up front, and you only pay in it if and when you get a job that pays over forty k. Um, and so it's 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 not a student loan in the traditional sense that if you don't if you don't win, you don't pay us anything, and if you, you just, do win, then you pay a premium. You just make them cook grilled cheeses and mop the floor for you. That's you know. <laughs> So, but my point is, if, if you're listening to this, you want to join, uh, the, the, the price is $249 a month for, it's a five-month program, 20 weeks part-time, uh, 10 to 15 hours a week. It's Wednesday evening, 7.30 to 9, 7.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern time on Zoom. Anybody can join. Uh, $249 a month or just over 1000 up front. You save a little bit of money. Uh, and then if you can't afford that, we do have options if you, get, if you pass the interviews to pay nothing up front. That also includes the cert and, you know, whatnot. So there's... <laughs> If you do the math, I'm sorry, what? It does not, I'm sorry, it does not include the cert. cert. Ah, ah. Just clip that part where it says includes the cert and then bring it in. Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) Man, this guy just started cussing on our show. It's so weird. (laughs) We do have financial aid uh, as well. So there's basically three options full price, you know, the zero up front, and then we do have some aid available. Just start dropping a bunch of F bombs. That's the only thing we edit out of our show. All right, cool. Uh, I mean, I guess any like uh, anything else we didn't hit, or like anything we want to make sure we get out before we get you guys out of here. Employer, so people, if, if you run an IT company, if you run a team, you know, and you're looking for other cool pipelines of talent, like we're we're still small, it's still early, but we're growing, right? And we're getting ready to start to ramp up and do a lot more of these classes. So you can get in touch with me, shoot me an email directly, Ray at shiftup.tech, S H I F T U P dot T E C H. Um, yeah, so employers, we can help out if you want to learn. Uh, if you have friends or family that want to learn, let them know. If you want a mentor or coach, 
you can reach out to me and you can help change a lot of people's lives and get cool jobs. Hmm. So. Interesting. I might want to hop in on that side. Very, very cool. Uh, all right. Well, guys, hey, thanks for coming out. Super. Well, I mean, not coming out because, I mean, you didn't really have to leave your nice, comfy. You have to use, you're in your own place. But, I mean, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Always love hearing good stuff, especially when it's a touch point with somebody we've talked to earlier. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, feel free to cut loose. Uh, look forward to hearing more in the future. We'll have you guys back in when, when more stuff breaks, and we'll go from there. Sweet. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, real appreciate it, guys. It's so much fun. Yeah, good to see you. No, appreciate it, guys. Enjoy. Good to see you, Will. Yeah, have a good one. And then... All right, so hell of a week we had this week, huh? Can I go refill my drink before we start talking about this? Sure. Uh, <laughs> only, only, if it's the, only if it's the 2020 drink. No. I'll, I'll let you talk about that for a sec while I do that. So basically, it was a meme floating around. It said, you go to a bar and order a 2020. What does the bartender give you? Yeah. Um, it says, licks a Corona, dresses it with sugar, squirts lime in your eye, hits you with a twisted tea. Slides you an ocean spray cranberry while singing Fleetwood Mac, and then it says it's on special, and then charges you six hundred dollars. Nice. I thought that was freaking brilliant. That's pretty good. Yeah, it sums the year up uh, completely. I still don't get the thing with the skateboard cran- cranberry guy. It's just he went viral on TikTok, and and that's it, why people do TikTok is because yeah. it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. One out of four million videos, people you know makes entertainment tonight. And then he gets a he gets a sponsorship deal with cranberry sauce, yeah, or juice or whatever, juice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really. I saw the video. I didn't really understand it, but whatever. I mean, it was the guy looked. Yeah, he looked. I mean, I've seen th- thirteen thousand videos just like it. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't I, anything. You know, it was one of those things. Someone says it's cool, and then you know, like okay. And then, you know, BuzzFeed picks it up. This is how these uh, the news stories go viral anyway. Three people tweet it, and then a news org sees it, and then they write a story about it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God. And then everyone right. writes about it because they're getting clicks. Exactly. And then you become – Is it, what is he even doing? Like, I remember – do you remember the um, the radio guy with the radio voice, the homeless guy? And he actually ended up doing oh, yeah, professional yeah. work. Yeah. So, like, that's crazy. Like what this, the internet for as for as ugly as this thing is, sometimes it like has cool stories like that sprinkled in every once in a while with like stuff that got success but shouldn't have, you know, or just out of nowhere. No idea. I, mean, I love how our um, so I guess here's the here's the thing, and I want to set the table. Um, you know, we we try not to talk. We we if you've listened to us at any time, you you know that we don't talk politics on the show. We don't want to draw lines. We don't want to alienate anyone. Um, this week we kind of have to because it hit the tech world pretty oh, hard. Well, I'm, um, I, no, I'm, I'm about to draw some lines. <laughs> if you're drawing lines, I'm hanging up. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's dude. It's so. I mean, let's so let's start with last Tuesday. Well, no, our first our first email. You know, we send if you you don't know how we do our notes, we have a Gmail thread, and we send stories back and forth. And the first one is Apple Maps won't give directions. To so that's, that's what I said. So that was last Tuesday. Yeah. After things started, you know, even just the 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 precursor to to Wednesday's chaos, Apple Maps stopped working for getting directions to Washington D.C. So I looked into that. Apparently, there were so many streets shut down they couldn't accurately provide directions to what they had marked as like and if you're just put in Washington D.C. This is where we'll take you yeah. to. But all the streets around there were shut off. 
And that's what every Close. nerd said was there's no traffic moving or data. Yeah. So it physically just it's not like Apple went and said, Okay, let's shut it down. Right. There's just nothing to you know Yeah, we can't route you because we don't have real time data and we have all these street closure notifications. So pick pick an address and we'll send you there, but we can't just send you to Washington DC in general. Interesting. Um and then yeah, you know, of course the uh the chaos of Wednesday happened, um, and uh, yeah, um, let's let's be clear. Um, I I'll even put the disclaimer on it. These views are mine. They don't represent Bob. They don't represent Randy. Um, that was a bullshit attempted coup. Um, never before in the history of this country have you seen a sitting president um, fire up a crowd and then cut them loose up the street. Uh, directing them at the Capitol and and the voting that was and the voting that was taking place there to certify the election, um, that was nuts. And 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 I will say I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is why conspiracy theories are dangerous, uh, and and this is why uh, half truths and and stuff like that are not something I enjoy. Um, but then, so obviously Wednesday's chaos broke and I, and I do find it interesting that just last week, uh, we had talked about the story where they got the, uh, the geofencing warrant in Wisconsin, uh, because guess what? There's a lot of geofencing warrants getting thrown around right now, uh, to see, uh, who was in, around, near, by. There's people getting pulled off of planes, getting ready to take off. Yep. Um, was a, there was a video with the ending music of uh, Goodfellas. I saw it. It was with, effing amazing. You know, it's 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 nuts. Um, I do have a conspiracy theory about the tw- uh, Twitter shutting off Donald J's uh, Twitter, and it's this one's mine and my own conspiracy theory. They're um, just tired of him sending out ten, no, twelve tweets a day. No, 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 dude. I did so. I did the math. I know you did. <laughs> they said they said Trump Trump and his fifty seven thousand tweets are gone. I go. God, that seems like a lot. So, of course, I go to the calculator machine. And like, I, go, I don't know that I have 57. <laughs> no, but let's, let's, when did it start? 09. So I go 12 years, right? Right. And uh, the math ended up being he was sending 12 a day for 12 years. Yeah, and that's assuming it was yeah 12 a day, not every day. Tweets. No, actual tweets. tweets. Yeah, not comments, not reading. You had to have a thought in your head. You had to think about well, it. Well, yeah. Point taken. <laughs> but you had to like go and type that out with every word capitalized. Um, <laughs> but like that's a lot. It's not even retweets. That's tweets. But my, here's my conspiracy theory. Okay. So every time for, for the last four years, every let's say he's ramped it up in the last four years, it was like 30 a day. Because in the early days, it was only like Obama stinks. You know what I mean? That type of crap. Right. Um, let's say it was 30 a day. For every tweet that he sent out, I bet you a minimum, I started with a smaller number, but I, I'm going to say a minimum of a half a million report tweet that got sent back to Twitter. Minimum. So Twitter at this point was going, okay, Insider Riot, great. Um, we are so tired and exhausted from having to filter through a half a million <laughs> reports on every single on 30, 20, 30 tweets a day. I'm just, you know what? I got something. Pull the plug, you know. And I mean, it was justified regardless. Yeah. But I think I think that had a for me that was the like, you know, just seeing how like the magnitude of the tweets. Like I see somebody sometimes and I scroll through their feed and they went through like 
thirty today, and I'm like, what do you? What can you possibly talk about? Right? Are you just like doing what we're doing, doing a two hour podcast, and then just taking clips and then putting that on Twitter? <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it? I mean, it's it's possible. Um, yeah. So I mean, at at this point, let's let's. Uh, in fact, I, I meant to lead the show with this, and I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, let's just take a moment to laugh at the fact that TikTok shut down Trump before Trump shut down TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, but like, you know, I guess here's the thing. Like, I get that. I get I get all of it. I, I hear he's now on Rotten Tomatoes uh, bitching in the comments section for Home Alone 2. <laughs> Joe sent a text. Joe sent a, a meme. I was like, "Where's my? What's my goddamn MySpace password? Right. <laughs> well, didn't he, didn't he um, tweet from the POTUS account and that got And hit? that got shut and down. Trump. Junior got shut down. His so PR then, person. There's a hundred memes of like XI Arnold, like tr- tr- yeah. uh, like the Chinese. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's and here's another here's another thing, and a lot of people. So like, um, I you know, you guys know I'm pretty centrist. I try to follow. I try to be consistent. Yep. Follow both sides. And the one thing like I heard from a lot of people going, okay, great. The Ayatollah of Iran has called for straight up genocide against an entire religion. Um, there's Chinese officials that are talking about those trains that are, I forget the name of it, that they're doing the, the, the uh, just basically genocide and going on in China with that group of people and they're tweeting about that. So Twitter, like we're not, com- we're not arguing with you to, to, because this was inciting a riot and we agree with you, but we want you to be consistent. And I think that's, this is, this is a slippery slope when you pick that um, and you don't go after Things that are comparable, which inciting genocide. Granted, it didn't doesn't happen or didn't happen. Thank God, um, but but just the fact the fact of the matter remains. I, and I and I get that. And I mean, and that's the um, I took a little bit of exception because I've got a friend of mine um, that I mean, phenomenal guy. Love him and his wife, um, and he's kind of fallen deep to the dark side when it comes to uh, the conspiracy theories and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's like, you know, he shared a video from mine. Yeah. Bo reached out to me today for help with you. Actually that, no, it was not. (laughs) Um, No. So, you know, he shared a a video from rumble today and it was from the CEO of parlor. Um, And it's, it's interesting to me how he is phrasing things, Um, you know, cause, and it's, and it's the same kind of bullshit rhetoric that you see all along with this. Where oh, you know, they're going to come for your speech, and they're going to come for your guns, and they're going to come for you next, dude. I'm pretty sure no, they're not going to come for me because I didn't build a platform that enables hate speech and incites riots. And well, you when you sign hosting agreements and you do stuff like that, you have to sign a terms of. Uh, I, I remember yep. when I, in my younger days, um, I sold racks and bandwidth to porn companies and i said you guys understand that you, there's an acceptable use policy in the yep. terms of service if you break any of them i gotta kill your contract mm-hmm. right if, if you abide by whatever is legal in terms of that like yep. just straight up and they went into it knowing and if they did something illegal like i wouldn't feel bad about pulling it because you did something like um and but that- here let me talk let me let me bring this up because this is a big thing too we talked about this a long time ago because there's telecommunications rules that don't I know the world's different and things are, you know, the internet doesn't abide by the same governance as mm-hmm. regulations as telecommunications. But a lot of people brought that up too. Like, you know, there's, there's drug, act, you know, drug deals on the phone every day, uh, 10,000 times over every minute. Um, felonies. Um, 
you know, are, are, is AT&T culpable? And I said, well, they're, they're protected, but you know, internet companies and apps, it doesn't uh, fall under that governance. Um, no, because I mean, you've got, you've got section 230, um, which is the, you know, they're, they're not liable for things that are posted on their site, but it's the, do they want to tolerate it? And so, you know, the, the analogy as or I was, was go- it built for that? Because I think eight Chan got dropped two of them, not by Cloudflare. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so that, and that's the thing. So, you know, parlor, First, Google announced they dropped them. Then Apple announced they dropped them, and and then Amazon announced they just cut off their web services and, and it was gone, um, which did make me laugh because people were like, "Oh, I saw it. there were a flurry of posts from people about, you know, turn off um, auto update and on your iOS phone and and turn off this and turn off that and that'll keep Parler running." No, if there's no web services behind it, it doesn't matter. If you still have the button, you can click on your screen. It dead. Um, I haven't checked it. I so I downloaded it when it launched like five months ago, and I never used it. I got like zero followers, zero everything. Well, uh, which is probably for the best. For uh, yeah. Now that all of their data is out there, um, so you know that's the other thing. But so, I got. I got. Um, I just hit my profile and it said your request has failed due to failed connect yep. to whatever IP address port four four three. I didn't sign up for it, but uh, somebody uses my Twitter name on Parler and has been posting it on Twitter. So, like, if you search for me on Twitter, you see a, this jackass on Twitter posting <laughs> his Parler. That's your alter garbage. ego. He's just no. too scared. To- <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. You know, I, I just, I wouldn't. You know, I'm just devil's advocate. I'm just saying. Right? That, um, hey, at least, yeah, that other Bob Walton spiel guy. That's right. <laughs> it's 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 Wandy Rocker. That's that's yeah. the. <laughs> but no. So I mean, and that's the thing that I don't think people understand. And you know, like the analogy that I drew with this friend of mine. I'm like, look. I'm like, so you know, he's because you know he was trying to draw the same analogies. Uh, and I said, look. I said, you know, you can. Yep, you can absolutely choose not to get a driver's license. You can choose not to get insurance. I'm like, but if you are driving on the public roadways uh, and you get pulled over, you are screwed. And I said, and I said, let's make it more personal. Like, let's say you decide you're going to rent out your guest room in your house. Are you going to care who you rent it out to? Or are you going to rent it out to just anybody that shows up to do whatever the hell they want um, and, and just and just ha- and have no say in what goes on? And he's like, oh, well, hell no. I'm like, okay, well, welcome to an acceptable use policy. And yeah. that's that's how that's how this works. So let me let me ask you a question, though. Um, right now you're pushing them farther down in, into a further, deeper, darker echo chamber. Would you rather have them out in the open, um, no. in plain sight, or now do you want them into a splinter cell that might get, you know, um, they're going to set up servers in the Cayman Islands, run VPNs through, you know, um, dude, there's, there's nowhere they're going to, here's number one, uh, I absolutely do. And, and uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it being shut down. Um, because well, the people that are too dumb to figure out where to go next, fine. That eliminates them from the equation. So it was that, was it, I don't I don't know how it was actually, was it set up like with no moderation? Yeah. Like say anything. It, it was, dude, it was, it was, abs- dude, the, the, I, I've got a few, fr- I never even signed up for it, but I've got a few friends that have, and the screenshots that they share are just ridiculous. Just, I, I cannot even believe that they were allowed to go on as long as they have. Uh, yeah, because there's a, there's a thing like yeah, it's freedom of you know freedom of speech doesn't even apply, um, but like which you know, a lot of people don't understand. But no, I don't, and I don't story. get that either. I think a lot of someone brought up the everyone that was mad about the the gay birthday cake um, for you know it's a private business and they chose not to do business with that person. Everyone, got yeah. So mad. just yeah, just imagine it's a it's it's a it's a birthday cake and the, yeah, right. But but the same people that 
we're mad that the people didn't make the birthday cake are now cheering that parlor's getting shut down. It's kind of a, uh, you know, it was a private business. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody was mad that they weren't making the birthday cake. Oh, yeah. Other, I, remember, other, dude, I remember a huge uproar. Yeah, the, the conservatives were mad that they weren't making the birthday cake because it was a – was it? No, all the way around. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, but he, I mean, I guess here's the thing. I'm, but that's that's where I was going. Is you know what? Yeah, fine. Push them further underground. If if this te- if this has taught anybody anything, it should be that nothing, nothing that you do online is not available to everybody. Um, you know, so you've got, you know, all of the videos. So like, you know, the, that one hacker that basically found the back door, um, to scrape every ounce of content off of parlor before they got shut down. All of those videos, everything has now been uploaded to archive.org. Um, and the FBI is using them. And by the way, most of you are too dumb to put off, you know, to not put geo, you know, to take off the geolocation tags and that kind of stuff. So if you were in the Capitol building, yeah, they're going to know who you are and where you were and what you were doing. Good. Um, we we grew up in the right era, though. I think. Oh, we have. Oh, um, dude, we uh, we'd be dead if we, no, 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 or, or we'd be under the jail by now. <laughs> no, just, not just that, but like all the shit that we used to talk in BBS days with anarchist cookbooks. Mm. You know, obviously never did anything, but we always talked about it. I mean, speak for um, yourself. <laughs> you, oh, you did not. You did. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's let's statue. Oh, yeah, we're long, but yeah, no, I I, I blew up a tree or two in my backyard. Um. We did the um, we did the glass jar um, aluminum foil. Um, was it tied? It wasn't tied, or was it uh, whatever? Oh yeah, no, fifty fifty tied in gas, homemade napalm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I guess, and that's and that's the thing. And I mean, and people, and, and again, this is why I want to stress. Uh, I and, and I do, you know, like we we joke about Bob not believing in the in the moon landing, and we joke about you know some of this other nuts. You know, it's and it's because it's funny, but I mean, so when you start talking about conspiracy theories like this and and i think one of the points that has been made over and over and over again in the in this past week where you know because god knows there's been enough psychologists and psychiatrists and everybody on the air um you know talking about this you know the 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 thing about conspiracy theories is it makes people feel they make people feel important they make them feel special like they know something that everybody else doesn't know exactly and and it's it's reckless. Like when I watched the, um, just not to cut in, but yeah. I just watched the history of swear words, and there's a study oh, dude, that's that amazing. That's such a great swear. <laughs> you have like five percent more squeeze power. Yeah, like so. I, like I don't know if this psych- psychologically of like knowing the secret password or the yep. conspiracy theory. You know? And it and it is. I mean, it's you know, it it's just one of those things where you know when you have. The people that you have and you have people in high political positions, because what? let's be clear, it wasn't just Trump. You know, you, you had, you know, uh, other people that took the stage that morning and you had, you know, other people that, you know, took their own stages, not just that day, but in the weeks leading up to it, months leading up to it, every day since, you know, since the elections in November to broadcast this message that just simply isn't true. I mean that's that's what it comes down to is that it's no, just not factual. Here's here's the thing at the end of the day and this is this is like my summation of the whole thing. What you saw going on over over the summer and what you saw that happened last Wednesday is is kind of an indication that um people are angry on both sides and they when you're angry you feel like you're not being represented. And I think this is a 
vilification of the government on both sides that they don't, you know, I don't want to say that. As we say, just be real careful drawing comparisons between those two. How so? Okay, so one. It's for two different things. I get it. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was for two different things. And, you know, I mean, they were both. um, Yeah, there was one was riots and, you know, assaulting police officers and burning down buildings and breaking into federal, you know, or burning down, trying to burn down federal buildings or courthouses and things of that nature. A, a lot. There was also there was also senators egging them on too, and, and Congress people. But you know, um, regardless, there's people that are angry, and there's people that were angry that went down. To, you're not going to go to DC unless you were angry. Um, you're not going to go burn down a, a courthouse in C- Portland. I mean, there, there, and and I mean, it it wasn't everybody in DC that was you know storming the Capitol. I mean, you no. you did have you know people that went there just to hang out, that just to went there make their presence known and that kind of stuff. And well, there was someone that we both know that was a former doctor of the Red Wings that was there. Yep, he was just there with a camera taking pictures. Yep, you know, and it's. Yeah. And it's it's going but I don't want to do that whole oh it's ninety three percent peaceful because that's bullshit. No, because uh, well again it's the old you know if if you're having di- you know if you're sitting at a table with nine Nazis, you're a table of ten Nazis. That's how that or or if you're sitting at a table you know there's not if there's ten of you and there's one Nazi oh yeah by the way that's a table of ten Nazis. Um, it's uh, yeah I mean I'm I I literally sat there I mean I started drinking at two o'clock. On Wednesday, um, as soon as everything started going down, um, I I sat there in slack jawed, just disbelief and amazement that I was watching what I was watching in, in the United States of America. And and my it just, wife, uh, my wife came home and I said, "Do not turn on the news, whatever you do." <laughs> like, like, don't anyway. And I said, "Well, you know, I just yeah, don't. but especially not today." Um, you know, and it was, and I was, I was kind of talking with somebody, um, on, on Saturday about it. I'm like, I, it was almost like, uh, like, you know, the days after nine 11 where like, I, I literally could not turn off the news. Um, you know, I was, I was flipping back and forth between channels cause I did, I when wanted we, when we first went to war with Kuwait, I watched Wolf yeah. Blitzer for probably a solid week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then as I got older, I started to learn that only watching the news, bad things will happen. Um, <laughs> Well, and you and you only get you know, yeah only only watching Wolf, you only get one viewpoint, um, right? That's, yeah. Well, that's why you know I remember calling you and trying to make a comparison with two years yeah. ago storming the um, you know uh, mm-hmm. Supreme Court, and you're like you're you're stupid, and I'm like, all right, just explain to me why I'm stupid, and I'm open minded enough to listen. Yeah. Um, and I you know and I changed my point. That's why I don't post anything politics online because I would rather call three of my conservative friends and three of my liberal friends and figure out what the take is. Right. And then come to some, there's a middle, there's a middle in that whole thing. Um, and, and you know, in the middle I got was, you know, um, there was some angry people and, uh, what they did was, you know, effing stupid, um, on, on a, on a level that is unprecedented in, in this modern day. Um, you know, well, and, and the sad reality is, is, you know, now you've got, you know, the FBI memo comes out today that you've got basically planned armed protests um, at every Dude, ca- saw that. at every capital throughout the nation uh, starting on the 16th. Well, you've got Lansing banned open carry in the capital. I'm like, a why is open carry? Why was B? that permitted in the first place? Yeah, like, right. Who's again? And, you know, my take on that. I'm pretty pro 2A. 
But I'm like, anyone that brandishes or open carries, I'm like, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. Yeah. There's no reason. (laughs) There's no need. Yeah. No. And I've I've had a CPL permit off and on for the last 10 years um, that I've never actually used, but I've had it just to have it. And and I'm like, what the, I don't get open. Well, and that's, that's one of those, dude, that's one of those conversations you and I have had. Uh, You know, I guess what? I, I own guns. I'm, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against it. I just, it's not something that's a core part of my life. It's not something I, you know, spout off about. It's not, it just, you know, yeah. Cause you know, for protective purposes, it is what it is. Well, the sporting aspect of it, there was three years of my life where I was big into marksmanship. Oh yeah. Dude, the gun club, dude, you were like captain gun club. (laughs) I was was the king. The, the, the exactly. I, I I didn't want to mispronounce that. That's why I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I got but, a lot of I got free beer down in uh, Kentucky for saying I was at. Oh, nice. The, so yeah. So I mean, club. it's I I I'm just I'm I'm concerned. I, I am. I I am genuinely concerned for what may or may not happen over the course of the next week. I mean, we're you know we're we're nine days out. Uh, you know, from Biden's uh, inauguration. Um, you know, they're, they and they were, that's what, you know, they were talking about not just, you know, the plans of the Capitol, but there are plans, uh, to go after Biden, to go after Harris. Um, and, and I guess here's the thing, kids, <laughs> you, you, you took your shot when everybody was quiet and mellow and relaxed and not paying attention and you messed that up. I would really not recommend <laughs> doing anything now that, cause now Especially in D.C. because you made the Secret Service look bad. You made you, you made, made Paul Blart look bad. You, you made you made, and a lot of people are really angry and are really going to be in the mood to prove themselves. If, if some shit starts, some really bad shit is going to happen. That I, I I truly believe that. No, I just honestly, I just hope cooler. I, I'm I'm going to make a I'm going to make a call. Um, cooler heads are going to prevail. Um, there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be a couple farts in the wind. Um, but I hope what I, I, I actually, I hope and I pray that nothing even close happens at any other capitals or anything. And just, I, I, I would say it's same. I would sincerely hope not. Um, unfortunately, I have lost my faith in society to believe it's not. No, because I mean, I'm not going to get too far into it, but yeah. I, I hope this just doesn't set a precedent in the future for either side. Um, Cause you saw, you know um, that this is how you act, you know, because everybody, every up until this and part of our life, everything was pretty chill. I mean, if you look at like when the tea party was big, they were like, they cleaned up their stuff and they yelled in a park. Right. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't nobody hurt. Nobody hit anybody. Yeah. And like, I just hope like, and, and I see like the Antifa still marching in Portland, like, attacking people and it's like wait i thought you guys won life good like you know know what i mean like but you know and yelling this is our streets now like great this is your streets cool like this is this shouldn't be like me versus you dude we're all and here's the thing at the end of the day right i gotta see you i gotta see randy i gotta see my friends i gotta see strangers that i say hi to once a month once a year yep right i'm never gonna see these politicians they're not going to see me. They know, you know, and the thing is like what Facebook has done is turn people into like, I don't want to say assholes, but like, there's some like people that I really used to like are just becoming these, 
these I don't know if we're just because we're stuck in the house. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because I like everybody. I'm, I'm not going to apologize, Bob. Like, just straight up, well, you were always an asshole, mine, so I'm not worried about that. Um, but they just turned to straight up asses, and I, I go, I'm like, God, I used to like you, like, and you're just you become this thing that you know. Why are you using this platform for that? Like, you know, fart jokes, right? Like that's that's right. where it's at. Can I talk about that real quick? I thought that was funny the other day. Um, where I, I, um, my, it's my, uh, my ode to politics, like following politics, political parties. Oh, right. Um, that, that modern day political party, party affiliations are farts. It's not wrong. No, I kind of got that after the, my talk with you on the phone. Um, because you know, mine smell like roses and yours smell like hot garbage. Um, me farting makes me smile. You farting is vile and disgusting and <laughs> my farts are justified and your farts horrify me and I'll shame you publicly till the end of times. But every once in a while we can both agree it just stinks in here. And we're at that moment in time right now where I think both sides can agree. It stinks. It's yeah. yeah. It's, can we know, open a window like, for the love of God? Quickly put it. It's time to open up a window, Bob. And yeah. Like, yep. I don't think we have enough windows, but let's, uh, let's make that happen. Right. Um, anyway, I just hope, uh, I just hope after January 20th, the Rona goes away and everybody sees Kumbaya. We can can have a beer and a white claw and a schnapps. And uh, just, you know, again, because we got to see, we're the ones that got to see each other in the streets. Yeah. You know? So, like, I don't want to, I don't want to make any enemies. Like, I don't need to, like, oh my, I don't want to see somebody at a bar and go, like, I can't talk to you because you're an asshole on Facebook. Like, that's childish. But, like, you know, people are making their own beds with this. Like, you know, it's getting, it's getting stupid. Like it really is. There, I, I, dude. And it's I'm, on both sides. I'm not saying one or the other. Yeah. No, I, I get it. On, no, and, I, and I'm and I'm sure I'm sure people have the same thought about me. Where I mean, there are. I mean, there are people where if they don't know you, that's the problem with Facebook. Is because you got 1,500 friends on there. 400 of them know you to the point where they've had a beer with you more than twice. Right. You know, the other ones are just like you're some dude that walked by my booth. Like, they don't know the context. Like, when I talk, you know, that's why I try to be real leery of... Like, oh, that's why I loved, because uh, I think it was Eric screen capped it yesterday, where I got I got accused of, of, of mansplaining something to someone, and, like, four oh, other... I, and I like, saw that in the chat. Yeah, and, like, four other people jumped to my defense, and they're like, dude, you don't know him. And the sad reality is, I've met the guy before, and I've met him and his wife, and, and, and they're, like, they're, they were uh, some of the people that hung out in Toledo a couple times. You mansplained to a guy? Uh, no, it was he. He was trying to defend his wife. Um, See, or, that's what happens. Like every once in a while, I'll dive into like a Fox Two comment section, and then I read an argument, you know, and I'm like, "Who are you arguing?" With? I'm like, "I like wait, what? Like how did I? Yeah, like nothing's gonna change. You're not changing anyone's mind. No, you're not getting anyone's perspective no. moved. They're, they're, you know, everyone's gonna have a retort. Um, yeah, like." Oh, you know, but, but like I said, that's why I called people because it's like, okay, I want to have a conversation. We can talk this thing through. Yeah, not a witty um, one-off. Yeah, no, because luckily, I mean, luckily, I came up with a, I came up with this 15 years ago. Just come, you know, if I'm gonna have this conversation with you, I want you to know, I don't think I'm right. I don't think you're wrong. Um, you know, I might pick up a new perspective. I might not. But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna come out of this conversation. You know, you screw you. And right. Kiss my butt. You know. Anyway, we talk about um. Fun stuff. I uh, I mean, Viennetta ice cream cakes are coming back. Do, do you remember those? I so do. Which Wait, is why you, I went you right old enough to know that you had them. I had them once or twice before they were gone. Yeah, sweet mother of God, were those good? My mom would get one like once every six months, and I would like 
Bobby, don't touch the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But those, it's for company. You know what we're talking about it's like the lightest, flakiest ice cream, and there's like 16 layers of like oh, chocolate. Like so covering. good. You take like an ice cream cone, yeah. Dip in chocolate, another ice cream cone, dip in chocolate, but it's like cake. Yeah, it's like ribbons of ice cream. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so good. Oh, and they're so coming back, and I so can't wait. And I'm, I gimme. One of the uh, one of the super neat things with the NFL playoffs, there was a <laughs> dude. I saw I saw the post about this, and I'm like, what in the hell is this even about? Well, I'm reading chatter on, so I just it's on Nickelodeon, so I turned the game over, and it was great because it was like false start. And then, you know, 22 offense, you know what I mean? And then a little kid would pop up on the scoreboard and said, false start is when the offensive team moves before the ball snapped. And then he makes some comment about, like, that's kind of like when my dad starts eating dinner before my mom says grace. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would go back down. So the kids, they got little kids doing one-liners. That's kind of cute. Then they had, like, graphic. They would explain the game as it was going on. Um, They had Nate Burleson in the, the, you know, kind of going, all right, you know, you're in the end zone. But then when they would score, there was these graphics and like slime cannons, which is like a incredible Hulk Bukaki party. Um, That's right. You can't do that on television. Right, right. Yeah. All the way, yeah, it's still going on. Um, but it made it more like, you know, if I'm a 12 year old kid, like. So it, it turned of, football into something I would watch, is what you're saying? That too. <laughs> it just, no, it, it held my interest. It was fun. Like they, you know, cool graphics, like on replays, they would like, you know, have interesting. TV, like cartoons. I'd be I'd be curious to see like what what kind of deal like went into that and and if like if if like if that's their new marketing strategy to try to hook kids into the game and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, no one hated it. I guess that's the thing for everything I read. Yeah. I didn't read much, but like everyone was like, "Oh, it was great. It was refreshing. It was it was you know." Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so I I got something in the mail that made me freaking laugh. Oh, dude! I I I I yeah. I saw your note about this, and I'm like, I can't wait to hear what this story is. No, so um, I DJed at the Post. It's not news to anybody, but for 11 years. Um, Gross Point, and then Mount Clemens, yep. and then uh, Auburn Hills, and then Novi. And every from 9 to 10 every day, the cigarette rep would come in with a bag of cigarettes and give you two packs of Camel Special Lights if you filled out, or if you gave me your driver's license. And he scanned it, and he said, thank you, right? And I must have filled out, or given, I must have given him my dri- driver's license once a week for five years do the math 250 times yeah. and they used to sit marlboro would send out this red postcard like with like coupons and uh i got one this weekend like <laughs> i haven't gotten one in years and i'm like there's a marlboro ad for like wait you. did you find a list somewhere that you just suddenly decided to pick up and run away I yeah worked there in 10 years at least 12 years yeah, because I started when I was 24, 23, worked till I was like 33, 30. Yeah. Then I worked at the Blackfin for four years. Yep. So, yeah, it was. It, it's been a minute. Smoking. Yeah. Maybe I did one at the Blackfin when you could still smoke indoors. I don't I don't remember you could smoke indoors there. Um, oh, yeah. But regardless, I, apparently they don't throw away their. their, their That's hilarious. Um, but so uh, I guess speaking of being indoors, uh, John Cowley and Sons, uh, we've we've had a pint or two there over the years uh, in downtown Farmington, uh, got fined a thousand dollars for basically somebody th- pitching a hissy fit that people were having a, a drink while waiting on their takeout orders. Dude, those people. So like what was going on was. You can come in and get takeout. I remember when I got went to Woodpile. 
and everyone could come inside and get their takeout and then leave. Yep. And then you could have a pint at the bar. Um, well, apparently for the shutdown, this place decided they're going to keep that up. So you can sit down and have a pint because your shit's going to be ready in 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes anyway. Enough to have a drink, throw a $5 bill down. Yep. Call it a day. Somebody saw somebody having a drink at the bar and freaking called on them. Well, yeah, I said that. Yeah, I said apparently this person walked in, lost their ever loving minds, um, and and walked back out and said they were calling the state and apparently really did call the state. Uh, and and yeah, and they said there was eight people in the room downstairs where it seats eighty. Yep, and they were all masked. Yeah. Um. So I just talked to a good friend of mine who's. Do you have a, a drink kid. if you're wearing a mask? You got no. You wear two masks, then it's got the slit in the middle. Then you could drink through that straw. It's straw. Yeah, <laughs> put the straw in the. Um, but I had a. I talked to. I caught up with a business friend of mine. Friend of mine, uh, who's got a severely autistic kid. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking like someone with autism that is functional. Right. Someone that like, um, you know, once in a while gets naked, and runs in the street level of autism. Right. He, it's a. You know, he struggles all the time, but he. Um, he took. He took him to Costco. And he wouldn't wear. He didn't wear a mask because he can't, or he wouldn't. And this woman like grabbed the front of his shopping cart and was pushing him and screaming at him. And the kid kind of started noticing he's you know freaking out. And so he's like, "Yeah, we're not going to Costco anymore." Like you know, and he's like, "He's got autism." Like, what am I supposed to do? They go, "Put a face shield on him." I go, "There's no physical. There's no. That's not gonna work." Yeah, you know, he doesn't have the Rona. I I can assure you. Um, But yeah, they like people like literally everyone turned into an HOA president. Your hedges are two inches taller than they should be. God, I hate people. Well, it's, it's you know, it's one of those things where, I don't know, what are you supposed to say? Like, if you're already walking in that situation angry seeing this person, you're not going to come to reason. Your mind's already made up. And you could say this person's got asthma, Asperger's, the whole, every every disease known to man. And you're like, so, you know, like, get out of here. Right. Their mind's made up. Oh, you know, so. I was going to say, the, the one thing we didn't talk about with the whole capital thing, and it's something a lot of people don't think about, is uh, are the physical security issues. Like, so you had people roaming around a government building. And so... It's supposed to be the most secure building in the country. Well, I mean, there's the White House. So, I mean, no, then there's the Pentagon and yeah. Fort Knox. I get it. But uh, yeah, it's it's, it's up, supposed to be up there. Um, so you had people roaming around, um, you know, freely and aimlessly inside the Capitol. Uh, and what a lot of people didn't think about was, okay, the poor IT guys that now have to do an equipment audit and uh, like a physical audit on anything with a power supply, anything with... Uh, you know, basically, they have to sweep every room for bugs, for listening devices, for key loggers. They have to reformat every computer. They have to like basically wipe everything down to the core and start all over again. Like that's like those are the guys, like I feel bad for those guys. And the thing is, I think you kind of have to because like the rumors went out that Pelosi's, uh, you know, AOC shoes got taken. Oh, and they said yeah, they said they stole a laptop out of Pelosi's office, but yeah. it was apparently one that was just used for presentations or something stupid like that. But still, I mean, that's. But mostly, yeah. you know, if you log into the thing, if you if you can get in, um, you know, if they have a password saver, you know, because it's your private, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, dude, I mean, how many times have we heard from our like the penetration testing folks, dude? If I got a USB drive and I hook it into your computer, it doesn't matter if you're logged in or not. Like I, I oh, got yeah. you, yeah. you know. So I mean, that's the, that that's the issue. Um, and then apparently, uh, I, I guess the second round of stimulus checks 
chaos still ensues. Um, I, I guess there was a whole issue with if you filed your taxes through TurboTax, a lot of checks went to the wrong bank, or a lot of deposits went to the wrong bank account. They're getting that all straightened out. They went to H and R Block. Yep, but well, yeah, Turbo, yeah, and then so, but I guess a lot of people they're just saying, hey. You're just going to have to declare it as a credit on your taxes this year. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah, that's apparently what I have to do. Like, I don't get the full thing because I make too much, but I got the first, you know, a partial first Ooh. stimulus. But this second one, I don't know why it's not coming through. I don't use a third party tax service like that. So I don't know what's going on. And then everyone screams, you know, we don't want the checks. We just want stuff to open. Well, this Saturday, as I mentioned, I think uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they open. Maybe if it was like, before the shutdown where you had to, you know, half capacity, wear masks, six I, feet around. Oh, the it's table. not going to be a full. It, I, I, I can't imagine normal. it would be. And, and I am. I'm, I'm curious to see just because, you know, so I've been spending um, more and more time down at uh, Detroit Shipping Company uh, just because we're getting more and more shows starting there. Um, and man, like the, the even the nice ish days where it's 40 and sunny. Man, I got there the other day and there was a huge huge crowd of people out front um, that were all, you know, sipping on drinks and that kind of stuff. I ran into one of the managers in the parking lot when I parked and he was like, yeah, man, he's like, dude, like uh, last night and today, he's like, and I, he's like, I just pulled up. He's like, I knew this weekend was going to be weird. He's like, but I didn't expect this um, because they are, they're limited to 120 seats out back, but they're one of the few places that are open. And so they were telling people two, two and a half hour waits and people were waiting. Uh, so like I'm, I, I'm, I, I hope this loosens things up a, a little bit cause I would, I'm sure they would love to have, you know, that inner courtyard with, you know, the tenting in it, there open. Um, I don't see them letting, bringing any tables in by the restaurants. Are they, any doing, a, are they doing a max mi- or a limit on the time and, or they just like, you, you just, you hang out. Um, I, I don't, I don't believe they are like, I, that's I, the one thing I didn't really like, there was a place in Royal Oak. I'm not going to call them out. No, you mentioned that I think last week or the week yeah, before trying yeah, to yeah. Do the thing, but yeah, 90 minute max. And there was a no, I, I, no, they're being pretty cool about it. And, and I mean, and it's been, it, it's been interesting. Like, cause I've, I've talked to a few people that, that were standing outside, um, you know, and they're like, and, and they've all said the same thing. Like, look, this is one of the few places that's actually open. Um, and I just wanted to get out of the house. Like, and I feel like a lot of people are in that same boat. The good well, on my uh, my alleged trip out of state, where I may or may not have went to a bar, right? Or not me, but someone that I know. Um, <laughs> Hypothetically it, speaking, know, I heard stories about how uh, liberating it finally felt, um, and came back like refreshed and a new person. So, I mean, it's amazing what that does for someone to be able to, you know. Man, I've I've said it a million times. I mean, I more than anything else, I miss the random bar chats. Like that's like those those are the like I miss that randomness. I miss that those conversations. I miss, you know, sitting around the bar at Temple Bar or sitting at the bar at Whiskey in the Jar or sitting you know, wherever and like and just having those occasional random conversations with people that happen. That's I mean, got yeah, you know, we haven't had Comic Cons in God knows how long. And who knows when those are coming back. Um you know, so I mean it's it, it's it's the little things like that that kind of they give you that little battery boost, that little battery recharge that can keep you going. I mean, what's Ian Ziering going to do? No comic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Right, Sharknado Six. I, I Squirrelacane Seven. Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> the article that got written, and they, tr- I think they, I think they dug a little too far, and I don't. They, I think they missed the mark. Um, how Cobra Kai and Star Wars. 
I thought um, this actually had it. It's got a couple of good points to it. Uh, see, here's the here's the thing that the writer or whoever I think they they don't understand the difference between Star Wars and Karate Kid. Karate Kid was a nostalgia film that everybody really liked. Um, Star Wars is a it, let me put it plain and simple. It's a goddamn religion. It's, it's religion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I read the book. Like it needs to be. Like there's there's people that have invested their entire lives to a to a thing, and you know uh, they want it to be perfect. And Karate Kid was just like a nice. It's kind of like Back to the Future in my book. It, it was like a great movie in my youth that I look at fondly and I really like, and I always will like, and it'll always be part of me. But it's not Star Wars. True, um, and and I and I get where you're going, but think about what would your perception have been if Cobra Kai had sucked? Like, how angry would you have been if they ruined that memory with a crappy? No, because the movie's fine. Like, I, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't have. I would have watched it and been like, ah, it's hot garbage, and moved on. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't even have talked about it. Like, yeah. it wasn't anything I anticipated or wanted or needed. Oh, no, dude, I think it caught us all off guard. And it was one of those things where, like, when they announced it, it was, oh, my God, please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. And then we were pleasantly surprised. But I I think the core point of the article, though, is, okay, so, you know, you have Sensei and Jedi Master. um, But, I mean, by and large, it's, you know, the the obsession with people that, you know, from their glory days kind of peaked back in the day. Um, and, you know, and, and they're trying to introduce new characters and that doesn't always go, you know, doesn't always really sit well with the fans. Um, you know, and, and, and honestly, I thought the parallel between, um, what we saw with, you know, Johnny and Daniel and, and the two students and, and things like kind of falling the other direction and, and, and Palpatine and Snoke like, and. Yeah. Well, then they're making it out like, you know, Johnny Lawrence's kid is like Kylo Ren and he went to the other side the, and they're like. That, but like I said, I mean, it's I I thought it had some good points to it. I mean, I I, I didn't necessarily completely agree with it, but I saw that where they connect, were going. That connect the dots is about a half a mile long. <laughs> but I mean, I like you know, again, it's two different. It's so two different things. If there was like a Star Trek reboot or something that came out, they're like I don't even know what would resemble Star Wars in terms of a, or like a quote unquote religion. It, there's there's really very few things that fall into that um, that can even be compared. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I guess you get an A for trying. You get a participation <laughs> medal. Yeah, it was a thing. Um, so I am it, sad though. Why? I got nowhere to get my porn now. Why? Family videos. Collect. Oh, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, I was like, where the hell are you going with this? We used to always. There was one on Thirteen and A's when I grew up, and we used to always laugh that there was a porn room in there. And it was always like, what would the commercials be like? We're like, hey, kids, dollar movies in the front. Hey, teenagers, we got those new releases. And dads, don't forget to check out the back room. It was always like, who wants to see their neighbor when you're picking through porn? Like, it it was such a weird concept to me. Order that shit discreetly like the rest (laughs) of us. Oh, hey, I see you're checking out Hot Co-Ed 7. If you really like that, here's uh, Double Backdoor 3. Hey Jim, I didn't know you were into big plumpers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it made it up to volume eleven. I, 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 God, there were so many unanswered questions from number ten. Yeah, 
But yeah, so Family Family Video is apparently closing all their stores nationwide. Um, it kind of makes you wonder if uh, you know somebody will do the uh, you know like the last blockbuster. Um, you know that you know there'll be the you know the all the tweets and the what well, they turn into pot stores though. Let's let's be CBD fine. and everything else. Yeah, yeah. no, true. Um, so from the you know we we talked about Parlor and and all the data being out there already. Uh, but so, and, and I do, I, I kind of hate it when, and this is just one of my pet peeves. I hate it when something's called a hack and it's not really a hack, especially when it's something stupid. Like, you know, the, there was a story that came out about how Ticketmaster hacked, um, crowd surge. They're when one of their, somebody leaves their phone open. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Hacked by hubby. <laughs> no, you didn't hack shit. Um, but, uh, so, but no, it's, it's a former employee that left crowd surge. And here's the, here's the worst part. He was gone for a year because of his non-competes before he took the job with Ticketmaster and then still used his credentials to get back into crowd searches system. So if someone's been gone a year and you haven't disabled that person's access to shit, that's on you. Hundred percent. Like that's that's not a hack. That's you suck at IT management. That's you get into the parking lot and your shit's working. You failed as an IT organization. Yeah, if you can still connect to the Wi-Fi, something's wrong. (laughs) Right, right. You should the front door click. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, it was an interesting story. How you know, basically, Ticketmaster, you know, was trying to crush out and edge out the competition and all that kind of stuff. But I do. I just. I. I hate when something's called a hack, and, and it's not. Um. And and I. I, I would be. Rem- I feel we would be remiss. Um. If we didn't make sure that you know Randy's uh, source of joy, Quibi, um, will be living on through the Roku <laughs> channel. <laughs> will be living on through the Roku channel. Yeah, we mentioned we said last week. It was going to do. Yeah, it was a rumor, so, and now it's confirmed. I, I love uh, that. I love that they pointed out that they paid significantly less than the hundred million dollar asking price. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Go downtown and have a rat on that thing off your face. <laughs> I buy that for a dollar. Um, actually, an amazing story, which I think is. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been done a long time ago. But like, apparently, Nintendo. Oh, the Nintendo one. Yeah, is, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's partnering with a nonprofit, and they're basically. Outfitting uh, kids uh, wards or uh, at the hospital with uh, with uh, switches, which is friggin' um, great. You know, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that that's that's something that I, I yeah. Again, I'm surprised it wasn't happening all along, and and I'm happy that it's happening, and I hope it gets more attention. Well, and here's the cool thing: there's 25 games to choose from, so they're not stuck playing Zelda and Mario Kart. I was gonna say, yeah, you get nothing wrong with that, but but yeah, you get you get Mario Kart, and that's it, and you're done. Yeah, and they yeah, and it's actually 800 hospitals and 7,200 gaming stations. That's freaking so, I mean, great. They're not giving one, and then there's 30 kids staring at Timmy. You know, and yeah, who won't up, get off it? His yeah, kidneys replaced. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> No, um, that's all I could think of when I thought of his ailment was kidneys replaced. It makes no sense. But nice. what did you think of Earthrise, Dave? I liked it. I'm still confused by Megatron having lips. I'm 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 not gonna lie. Like, now, was that the one that came out? Like, I I don't even want to. Time is weird to me. Like, no, this one just last year. That was no. So that was the first part. Yeah, it's war for the war for Cybertron Arc. Yeah, I was the yeah. yeah. So there was the first part that we talked about probably six months ago, um, and then the second one dropped. I want to say December, like the last week of December, it dropped. Oh, I uh, missed that one. Yeah, uh, I think it was even later. It was just last week or the week before, which yeah, who, would be the last week there, of December. Who sat there and said that we need lips. I think it was January uh, last week. 
but yeah, so it's I, I I mean they're doing a good job with it and they're building the story. Um, I am uh, clearly I think we're gonna have Dinobots uh, in yeah. in the I next arc. Six episodes isn't enough. I think they need a few more episodes. I mean, like, at least he didn't uh, shush when the parents were out uh, in the bedroom. Right. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I I, I, I do. I think they're they find, was it Randy four two seven from eBay? You know, so oh God, what was though. it? Oh, what wiki four two seven? Yeah, yeah. That that still makes me angry to this day that they tried to pull that shit off on us. So the bummer is though that Siege, the first part, came out July thirtieth. Uh, Earthrise came out December thirtieth. Okay, and then the next part, Kingdom, doesn't come out until May. So we've got you know. Another six months to wait. So there's it came out in July, dude. I felt like I watched. I swear to God, in my head that was two years ago. <laughs> July, December, May. It's like you know. Last week we were arguing about when Kobe Bryant died. Like <laughs> that was like six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine just has completely different meanings these days. That's just all it is. Man. Um. All right. All well, I know is I've been. All I know is I'm getting. Um. I I, rever- I some. I swore out. I swore that I wouldn't do something, and I'm doing it now. And I'm I'm not angry with myself. I'm actually having more fun than I've had gaming in the last in the last ten years of my life. Um, playing Modern Warfare um, with a headset. Yeah. Oh, uh, you've become that guy. Yeah. So, uh, which thirteen year old's mom are you telling him? <laughs> you know what? I've gotten to a thing though. Like, it, the, usually you'll get like bossy kids, and I'm like, all right, bud, all right, bud. That's all, my only thing that you know. We're gonna go here, all right, bud. Like, yeah, I don't cool. To, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. At least I can play with a uh, Mark and Tulio. So at least, like you know, uh, you know, typically it's just us. Um, but I, I swear to God, I've had more fun gaming. Like I've not had this much fun gaming since SOCOM Two with the post bar days on the PlayStation Two. Very cool. Uh, Neil turned me on to Plunder because I hate Call of Duty because like, you turn a corner and you get sniped by six people, and I'm like, now nah, I'm done. No more multiplayer. I'm just, right. just trash. Um, where this game you can actually like kind of survive <laughs> where it's not there's other stuff to do besides kill 100 people besides snipe people yeah yeah um but no it's it's uh if anyone and i got cold war so i gotta go through the story mode of that with uh the 85 uh i think it's set in 85 yeah so, yeah i think uh yeah john's playing that currently actually okay so yeah so you and you and my 11 year old have fun yeah, I'm not going to tell him that I could. Yeah. I want to buy your house. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, that's all I got. Um, and who knows? Maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll see us at a bar this weekend. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> all right. Hey, this is episode 382 of the IT and the D show. We'd like to thank the guys from uh, Shift Up. Um, that was a cool, cool chat. Thing. Yeah, very cool uh, guys. Very cool thing that they're doing. Uh, on behalf of uh, Bob, Dave, and Randy, do us all a favor. Drink up your drinks. Get your phone numbers. You don't got to go home. You just got to get the hell out of here. See you next week. Drive careful, beat it. See you guys. Bye.